Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. California. This is Los Angeles. Where we going? Westward, ho. Somebody gonna tell me, somebody gonna say, uh, for somebody that don't like Drake, sure do talk about him a lot. So I'm like, shut your ass up. So look, today, today, I got another idea. I got another idea, okay? Uh, I've been I've been sitting on this for a while, so this is like, this is some good Baylorism right here. I think y'all gonna like this one. So... I was born in the 80s, early 80s, 1982, probably the best year ever in, like, life, you know, and I'll get to that later. But, um, you know, I was I was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s, dealt with this bullshit in the 2000s, and I've always admired the 70s, you know, maybe the late 60s, but definitely the 70s, right? So I had an idea. While I was watching my Raiders win week one against the Titans. Um, I'm looking at all these different eras and these different generations. And I'm like, I figured out how we can fix this world. How we continue to fix this world. Now, I gave you niggas the blueprint with the racial draft. I I, I told y'all what to do. I told y'all who to go after. And I told you why. Now, it's up to y'all. Y'all can figure out who else... You know, for all my black folks out there, whatever other white folks you like, that you adore, that you love, go ahead and put them out there. Say you want them, okay? Now, for my white people, I we know y'all like black people now. We know, you know, the, the culture vulture is at all-time high, so we know y'all, y'all look like y'all starting to come around a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because um, the gentrification is, is major. It's major in L.A. right now. Y- y'all haven't made it to Compton, but y'all need, y'all on their way. So look, I gave y'all niggas the racial draft, okay? I told y'all niggas what music to stick to, right? Now, I'm about to say, we need to change up our lifestyle, okay? We need to go back to, to a time in our lives where everything was was fun. You know what I mean? Everything... You know, for the most part, I'm pretty sure most of y'all can relate to, you know, coming up either in a single parent or even if you have both parents, but it might have it may have been pretty rough. But you still had fun. You still had fun. I think I think before the two thousands everybody was perfectly fine. All the way up until nineteen ninety nine, you know, twelve fifty eight, it it started to get a little rocky. You know, December 31st at 12.58, it started to shake up a little bit because didn't nobody know what was going to happen. Didn't nobody know if the planes was going to fall, the computer was going to mess up. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know what was going on. I mean, niggas was just getting over their pagers. You know, we was just getting over that. You know, you know, they came out with the two ways, but everybody couldn't get those. So I figured it out. I figured it out. So what we're going to do 
is, and you guys can come up with your own. Y'all can rearrange shit, but right now, I think I have the perfect formula to fix this goddamn, to, to fix what's going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? To take care of my fellow mankinds out there. I don't, did that make sense? It don't matter. Okay. So, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you guys my favorite generation, my eras, uh, and, and what they meant to me and why we should jail these certain things together. So first, like I said, I was born in the 80s. You know, 80s is arguably the second best era in life. You want to know why? They probably had the best classic movies in the 80s. They had the creators. I, I would say they had the, the, the grandfathers and the legends of rap, you know, the pioneers. That's what my boy Smooth called them, the pioneers. I like that word. I like, good job, Smooth. So we got the pioneers of rap. We got the classic movies. I mean, Breakfast Club, Back to the Future, The Goonies, Ferris Bueller Day Off, E.T., Nightmare on Elm Street, Karate Kid, Coming to America. Come on now. That's all in the 80s, baby. Um... You know, I don't need to name all the pioneer rappers. You know, you the LL Cool J's, Big Daddy Kane, Public Enemy, Run DMC. You know, Jungle Brothers, Dougie Fresh, Grandma. You know, it's they had they got they got a cold squad. They got a cold squad. But I'm not picking. I'm not picking the '80s for the music at all. So just cancel that out. But I will say this: 1982. You know, that was probably the best year ever because Thriller came out, baby. I, and I was born that year. I was born two days before Christmas at that on my daddy's birthday. You know, not, not, you know that, that that's dope to me. That's dope to me. And of course, you had like two years later it came out Purple Rain. For all y'all Prince lovers out there, Purple Rain came out. Shit, two more years later, the Beastie Boys. You know, those those some white boy pioneers right there. I I think they are officially like black though. I think they. I think. I think they we was we we adopted them back in the day. So if we did trade them, we would be trading them to the original white side. But we adopted them as black from birth of hip hop. True story. Um, yeah, but the eighties was the eighties was cracking. The only downfall of the eighties was you know you had the crack era. You know niggas started we, that hit us hard. You know so you probably got if you. To all the young kids out there, if their parents was born in the 80s and y'all still getting ass whoopings with belts and extension cords and race car tracks, because kids don't even play with race car tracks anymore. But the 80s babies is buying race car tracks just to whoop your kids ass. If you have a parent that was born in the 80s, you lucked up. You lucked except for the ass whoopings because they're going to beat you with any and everything. Okay. Uh, but it was crazy because of the crack era, like I said. Uh, and then, yo, and some of these niggas was wearing makeup. You know what I'm saying? I, these niggas was wearing some good Mac. Yeah, they was. Yeah, they was. And their hair was, you know what? Like, Drew Down, he, he got to be part of the 90s, but he definitely got like a, this nigga got like a Jerry Curl perm mullet ducktail 
You know what I'm saying? That all that shit was in the 80s. The, the mullet, the jerry curl. The jerry curl was popping in the 80s. I'm talking about, remember the curl activator that came in a yellow and red bottle? Oh, that shit kept uh, juicy. You want to talk about juicy? Man. I'm talking, your pillowcase, your pillowcase, your pillowcase looked like a wet pancake was on it for like a long time. Smell good, you know what I'm saying? Because Curl Activator had that like, that smell. But damn, you ever play football against a nigga with, with Curl Activator in his, in his Jerry Curl? Oh man, that's a whole totally different level of wetness. Um, yeah, man, like, and in the, in the, the attire that niggas was wearing in the 80s, like, yeah, fanny pack. Did you have a fanny pack? You could put a lot of shit in the fanny pack. And back back then, niggas was just putting like change and they keys and like candy in in a fanny pack. It's called a fanny pack, though. Who wore Jordan's jeans? Some of y'all niggas still got them, but uh, you had the Dookie chains, spandex. Spandex was big, especially out here in Cali, because we always had that. That thing about working out, but niggas would just be walking down the street with slouch socks and spandex on. You know what I'm saying? Or when they would ride the bike. Yeah, I don't know about that. But it, the Gucci was popping back in the 80s, though. The Gucci jackets, the man, niggas died in that Gucci coat. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. But they had the Gucci chains and like, but Gucci wasn't paying y'all niggas back then. It went paying the Jerry Curl, the Curl like the Red went paying you niggas either. Even though a couple of y'all niggas was on the box, yeah, yeah, y'all was. A couple of y'all niggas was on the box. Um, niggas had the Lacoste shirts when they was popping the Ray Bans. You niggas had L.A. gears. You had L.A. gears. Okay, you had L.A. gears and the velour sweatsuit, baby. The velour sweatsuit with the um. With the you you know you wore like the Kango hats and the and the bucket hats. Shout out to LJ, the bucket hat king. Now, but I'm sure he got that trend from the '80s. You know what I'm saying? And who didn't have a tracksuit? Who didn't have a when you walked? When you walk and like when you sped up when you was running, you just niggas knew you was coming. Niggas knew it because your your sweatsuit sound like you just making a smart remark without saying a word though. Man, you know, the Reebok one, though. The Reebok one, yeah, yeah. But, like I said, I'm, I think I'm just going to take the movies from the 80s. The Oh, let's not forget, though, like the women. I don't think women had, like, big booties back then. I don't, because I don't, I don't recall... I don't recall, like, everything was just thin and petite, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, you, you know, my black women had the courage, but they just didn't have the robust, you know what I'm saying? Like, Janet Jackson was it back in the 80s. I think the top, the top female back in the 80s to me was Vanity. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. tell me, Vanity was fire. I'm talking about, you can, Vanity, I'm taking Vanity over uh, Beyonce, I don't care what Beyonce fans say. She ain't, she not, look-wise, Vanity is killing her. Come for me, bees. Okay? In your sweatsuits. Anyhow, um, yeah, man, so I think I'm just going to take, I think I'm going to just take the the, the movies from them. Uh, but like I said, I adored, like, I just, I had so much love for the 70s and, 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 like I said, I was born in 82, so 
all the footage that I got or all the experience that I got from the 70s, I had to hear from someone or I had to watch certain movies, you know, things like that. Like they had, oh, Pam Greer. Oh, man, who didn't like Pam Greer? Fire. I'll tell you Pam Greer. No, I'm just playing that. Not over Beyonce, but the I think the number one reason why I like the seventies because it was just smooth back then. Like the way that they, like the way they talked back then, the slang was so crazy. Like a nigga be like, "Can you dig it?" You know, "Can you dig it?" Hey, catch you on the flip side. Niggas had afros and bell bottoms. Hey, they stayed wearing suits. They stayed wearing some suits and like 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 the uh, what what is them damn. Um, I can't think of the shoes right now, but niggas had fishes in them and stuff. I said fishes. Shit, them niggas gonna kill me. Um, uh, they yeah, but they would say stuff like jive turkey. That's how they. That's how they used to diss niggas back in the day. Call them jive. <laughs> you call a nigga a jive turkey? Catch my drift, foxy mama. Hey, they used to talk so smooth, groovy, cool beans, right on. What it is? Hey, and then them niggas used to iron back in the day. Oh, man. Get them Levi's, them 501s, and starch them up. They put so much goddamn. I think they use more than starch, though. I think they put starch and, and imitation butter on it because them things would be shine, and then they would stick them in a the corner and then, you know, have them stand up. Am I lying, though? Am I lying? Them niggas used to. That's scary, though. Like, how am I supposed to. Who am I living with to where I wake up at one o'clock in the morning to go give me some drink, give me something to drink, and a nigga Levi's is standing up in the corner by the trash can? You know what I'm saying? And then like that, but that was a thing though. Who could stand their pants up? But when you put them on, nigga, could you move? Could you operate in them? Because it seemed like they just froze up. Crease game on like on point, and you had to have an afro. I ain't gonna lie though. I seen a couple of niggas from the seventies in these movies and in some of these um performances and stuff like that. Like Tito, his afro wasn't right. You know, them niggas that had afros that leaned to the side, it bothered me. Cause it's like you didn't take time to pick it out, pick out the other side. <sighs> you niggas is cold. So I think that's I think I gotta go with the seventies type of what can I say? Like, the move, the setting was right. Like, it seemed like it was less violence, you know? Um, and they had they had movies back then, too, you know, the Cooley Highs and, and shit like that. But that type of lifestyle, though, and niggas' basketball game, like, you had... Because they didn't have no moves back in the 70s. It was just dribble, dribble, dribble. And if you had some speed, I'm pretty sure you was... You, was, you know, that was it. But niggas with... They wouldn't cross niggas over back then. I don't even think niggas was jumping that high. But, um, man, they was moving. Look, the 70s, man, I'm going to tell you right now, man, the 70s had the 70s had some pretty women. They did. They did. And it's something about seeing a woman with an afro is pretty attractive, too. Um, it's just you got to rock it right. You got to, you, you know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta have one of them black, black panther froze. You know what I'm saying? Like, it also in the 70s, um, you know, that's when the gang, when they did have the gangs in the 70s, it was more of a unity, though. You know, when you skip over to the 80s, that's the, that's when it started getting kind of, 
start getting kind of, you know, crazy because they, like I said, that crack kick, kick, it, it kicked into the 80s. And man, I stuttered bad right there. Then y'all caught that. Um, it kicked in in the 80s and niggas started to, um, they started to trip on each other. You know, them bloods and them crips started going at it. And it seemed like it was more graphic back then. But I don't know, man, the lifestyle of the 70s. I've, I've always told, I, I've told my wife, like, I wish I was like raised in the 70s. You know, it was just, it just seemed like it was different. Like, you know, it was just cooler. Like, you don't you didn't need that much game talking to a, talking to a chick. Like, nowadays, you got to give a chick your birth certificate. You know what I'm saying? Your credit score got to be up. And you got to have about 12,000 followers on Instagram. In the 70s, man, like I said, you just had to start your jeans and say some slick shit. You know what I'm saying? And, like, listen to Michael. You know what I'm saying? So... That's what I'm gonna take from the seventies is basically the lifestyle. I'm gonna take the lifestyle from from uh, from the seventies. You know the the the, the slang, um, just the way they lived. You know, uh, and it probably was damn near like cheaper back then too. And then from the eighties, like I said, I'm gonna keep the movies. I'm gonna keep. I might slide that Jerry curl up in there though. That Jerry curl is a legendary. I might have to slide that up in there. Now, that's the seventies and eighties. Now, to me, all time, number one, has got to be the 90s, dog. The 90s had the 90s had almost everything. I think the 80s is killing everybody in the movies, but it's a landslide when we talk about music in the 90s. I mean, we talk, look, classic albums, I'm just going to give you a couple right now. Illmatic, Reasonable Doubt, Ready to Die, Into the Woo, Doggy Style, The Infamous, Death Certificate, All Eyes on Me, Life After Death, America's Most Wanted, America KKK, uh, AT Aliens, Machiavelli, Soul Food. Are you kidding me? I mean, I know, I know what I said about Lauren, about Lauren Hill last episode, but even she dropped a classic album. All this was in the 90s, though. Ooh, la, la, la. Yes. Yes. The whole Mary J. Blige. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Jodeci? Come on now. When did Usher come out? When did he come out and he did the move and he, you know, you make me want to be the one I went and he slid out of his shoes? Niggas tried that. Niggas tried that. I tried that move, like, at least four times. It didn't exactly work, you know, in my Patrick Ewans, but classic music, though. Definitely classic music. So I got to take the music from the 90s. Um, that might be, I mean, because when you think about the outfits, starting in the beginning, you had like the cross colors. You had the overalls with one strap. You had the LL Cool J uh, pants leg up. That shit died out pretty fast. Then the like the game banging era from the 80s carried over to the 90s, niggas started sagging. You know, and then, you know, the blood started wearing like all red, red, like everything red, like everything red, my nigga. And then, you know, the cribs went everything blue, like you noticeable. Niggas walking around like a Crayola box. You know what I'm saying? And then it got crazy. Like, the, don't get me wrong. I think the game bang was at an all-time high in L.A. in the 90s. Like, crazy. You know, and when it got to, like, the late 90s, that's when it started getting, like, we started having, like, summertime summertime shootouts. 
You know what I'm saying? In broad daylight, niggas was dying. When it, you know, it got bad to the point where niggas would be like, man, I'm just going to stay in the house. That's how bad it got out here. We stayed away from Compton, you know, because Compton was on a... Them niggas was making nationwide news. You know, it's calmed down now. Chicago got that. But, you know, that game banging got out of control. Um, and then even under that, you had, like, cliques and stuff. I think it was major back then in the 90s where you had to be from a clique. I was from a clique. Yeah, middle school, I was from a clique. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you, but I was from one. And then, you know, in high school, I was from uh, I was from a clique. I never game banged. I never did it. I couldn't do it. It was too much. Being a game, look, man, being a game man, like, they ain't got no pension. You know what I'm saying? And it's a myth that they, you know, you're going to get chicks. Yeah, you're going to get chicks, but they game banging too. Neither one of y'all going to make it that long. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all lifespan not going to make it that long, especially if she banging more than you. She's not going to make it, fam. She not. She not. And plus, I don't want, I don't want no girl... You know, banging on cats in the street, like when I'm when we trying to go out for like a romantic date. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting up here playing some some Brian McKnight, cause you know Brian Mc, or some Joe. You know Joe is my nigga. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? In middle school, who you think taught me that nigga Joe raised me? Joe, Mike, Stevie Wonder, Brian McKnight. Are you kidding me? Those niggas raised me. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm taking a chick on a date and, and you know, I got the Joe plan, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, baby, I want to do, you know, I got that. And then she yell out the window, hey, my nigga, where you from? That's not attractive. That's not attractive at all. And she better not wear no dickies. Oh, no. Oh, no. They probably easy to come off, but no. We not doing it. Hell no. And that's what I got to take from the 90s, though. I mean, the 90s had some movies. They definitely had some movies, but not, not like the 80s. We definitely had the TV shows. Martin, Fresh Prince, Saved by the Bell. You know I'm going to give you my top five. You know what I'm saying? New York Undercover. Are you kidding me? Full House. Hey, TGIF. Hey, remember Snick at Night? Oh, nigga. We got the, hey, we got the 90s on lock. But... I just need the music. I just need the music. Like I was saying, the game banging era was so high, yet the kids stayed playing. We 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 was outside. I think I think the 90s was the streetlight era. You know what I'm saying? Niggas had the that streetlight come on. Everybody had ran a 4-1. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? So uh that's the streetlight era. Niggas rode bikes. Niggas was skating. I I used to blade. I, I I don't know how to roller skate. You know what I'm saying? So niggas used to go to World on Wheels. Y'all niggas, for all y'all out of towners, Google World on Wheels. Like back in the day, all them schoolyards used to shoot that bitch up. You know what I'm saying? But we still used to go. It's a landmark, and they just re. I think they redid the uh, World on Wheels. I ain't been there. Like I ain't been there since like '89. Man, niggas be tripping, but. Yeah, I had my blades and a black nigga blade. <laughs> hey, don't, no, whatever, nigga. So, um, yeah, I think I'm just going to take, I think I'm just going to take the music. I think I'm just going to take the music from the 90s. Uh, I mean, our slang was, we created our own slang. 
You know, the slang was dope, but I don't think no slang was better than the 70s. And like I said, as far as the 80s, man, just give me just give me the movies. I'll take the Jerry Curl. Give me the slang from the 70s. Give me the music from the 90s. And I was going to introduce I was going to introduce the 2000, you know, 2K, 2000 to 2010 and 2010 to, to now. But them niggas ain't got much. Them niggas really don't have much. I mean, if if anything, I'll give them like the fashion trend they had was the jerseys, the big ass jerseys. Um, you know, from the late nineties to the early two thousands, they definitely uh, had the oversized jeans. But I mean, that came from the early that came from the early nineties too because niggas were wearing oversized um, overalls and Carl Kanai and shit like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, they had, uh, what, what was the clothes that niggas used to wear Eddie Bauer? Oh, yeah, nigga, that was hot. Niggas wear Eddie Bauer, uh, Mecca, uh, Red Monkeys, Evisu, um, uh, what, what was the other one? Eniche? I forgot what that shit was. I forgot. Guess, you know what I'm saying? We all, we've been wearing Nike. You know, and can't forget about M one. Um, I don't know. I don't know who we can get. I mean, they had fifty. They had fifty in in, in the two thousands. They had they had Kanye. Uh, of course, you can get them niggas Drake. You know, the latest generation, the latest era. They got some saviors in J Cole and Kendrick, but they got they got more. Most of them are fuck ups. So. That's why I didn't involve them because them niggas, the only thing that they can offer us is technology. That's it. That's it. Because, I mean, everything from the 70s to the 80s to the 90s was all natural, including the women. Everything after that, you got Silicon Valley, baby. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the sports. Hey, sports in the 90s, I would take the sports in the 90s and in the 80s. The 70s, not so much. Okay? The 80s, yes, it was cracking. Um, <clears throat> in the 90s, it was definitely cracking. Uh, sports, you can go into the 2000s, it was okay, but it's watered down now. It's watered down. You got light-skinned niggas running the game now. It's a true story. True story. So, um, yeah, man, I, I think that with all those combines, you know, you could take the... What I said from the 70s, what I said from the 80s and the 90s, you put all that together and we're going to create a year. I'm going to call it I'm going to call it 2K 2.0, the year 2K 2.0. And we all have to live that lifestyle. So we got to dress and we got to talk like we was in the 70s. Every movie that we watch, that we go to the theater, uh, watch on TV, niggas got to bring back VCRs. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go as far as Walkmans. No. Nah. I don't know about that. Unless we putting them bangers back on the uh, on the radio station to where we had to... You ever tried to record the music, but you don't want to get the nigga talking? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or when Tupac and Bone Thugs, uh, when they made a track and they finally, when they first played it, it had the, it had the shotgun. It, you know what I'm saying? It had the shotgun noises in it. But then, like, after two weeks, they took it out because they was like, nah, that's too violent. Yeah. Niggas, niggas stayed trying to record on that radio, though. I had some cold mixtapes. 
Man, I'm mixtapes and on the B side, it was always some dope shit. I used to make R and B tapes and stuff like that. I thought I was not a DJ, but cause I used to play my shit in the bathroom and I used to sing to the wall. You know what I'm saying? Who didn't sing to the wall? Though let me tell you, let me tell a lady something, okay? Yo boyfriend or the nigga that you follow or the nigga that you stalking or admire, your husband, his first audience and his first love was that wall in the bathroom when he was taking a shower. Because that nigga romanced the shit out of that wall. Yeah, true story. And everybody had a record contract in that bathroom. Yeah, they did. Um, So that's what we're going to do, people. That's what we're going to do. We're going to live a 70s lifestyle. We're going to be entertained by the 80s and 90s for one year. I think we could do it. I think we could, you niggas better go get your bell bottoms up, baby. Because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get my bell bottoms up, baby. You know what I'm saying? So that's my Baylorism for the day. You know what I'm saying? That's, that was my main subject. Now, let's get to my marriage advice for the week. This is for the ladies again. Ladies, I noticed I went to church this past Sunday. My wife uh, took me to a new church. I thought it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and the assistant pastor was talking about the five love languages. Everybody's pretty much up to date our game on that book. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have that book, you you way behind. But anyhow, he was going through the five love languages and stuff like that. There's five, but you know when you talk to me, I found the hidden one. There's technically there's six. There's six, okay? And I'm going to throw a little curveball. I know I said it was for the ladies, but this is more so for the men. Men, you do have to find out, you know, they say pick two. Find two of your late, find, find two love languages that relates to your woman. Okay. Now you got to find that third hidden one. And this one applies to every female in the world, unless she's just a weirdo. Okay, and that hidden one, that sixth language, that sixth love language is humor. You have to figure out your girlfriend, your sex partner, your wife. You have to figure out their humor. I mean, because everybody loves to laugh, especially women. It's like it's therapeutic for women to laugh and they love, women love attractive men, and they also love men with a sense of humor. But you have to tap into that right sense of humor. Like, you can't, she might be goofy, and you might have dry humor. It's two different type of, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got that sarcasm, you know what I'm saying, dark jokes and stuff like that. She's like, she like goofy Kevin Hart shit. You know what I'm saying? So you have to figure out, you you basically got to figure out her humor. You know what I'm saying? And how do you do that? Man, it's a lot of going to the movies. It's a lot of, you know, oh, Blockbuster. Remember that? I might bring that back, though. I might, the 90s was popping with Blockbuster and Hollywood Video. I'm sorry it was. It was. And if you found that it was always like a liquor store that had a back room where they had the porn at, 
I ain't never been back there. I'm lying. Been back there plenty of times. But I'm just saying, they have that. It's not about the porn, though. But you have to go to Blockbuster on a Friday night. Oh, man, get you some Chinese food. First of all, Chinese food was at an all-time high in the 90s. Guaranteed. Popping. Chicken, shrimp, and pork fried rice. Nigga. Yes. Orange chicken. Beef and broccoli. Nothing else. You get the you get the cookies. You get the almond cookies with the almond in the middle, and you get the uh, the what you call it joints that make you feel good when you crack them open. Okay. But anyhow, you get that. You go to Blockbuster or you go to Hollywood Video, and it's a minimum three. You got to get a minimum three because you got to get a scary movie. You got to get you know a, a comedy. And you either get an action or you go get like a wrestling one, some type of sports one where they show like the dunks of all time or WrestleMania or something like that. Oh, so you niggas didn't go get WrestleMania at Blockbuster? Are y'all didn't go get SummerSlam at Blockbuster? You're lying. You're lying. Foolish mortals. Anyhow, um, yeah, you definitely got to do that. You you. You got to do that, and then you got to sit through all those movies, and you got to figure out what the hell she laughs at. And then you got you to gotta exercise that weekly. You have to. It's therapeutic, especially nowadays. And these days, like I said, man, in, 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 the, in, the, in the mid-2000s to late 2000s, well, shit, we started off with, we started off with 9 11 you know what I'm saying? So it was all it was all bad. After that, it just went downhill. We currently have hurricanes. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna touch on something a little uh, sad towards the end after this, but it's just you know, a lot of people been dying. You know, young, old. It's it's, it's getting to the point where we need each other. We need to laugh more. We need to enjoy more. It's you know, laughter brings. Uh, you know, a stress-free house, you know, like we got to keep laughing, communication, you know what I mean? But I think one of the most important medicines in the world is to laugh. And it's, it's I wouldn't just say it's just uh, attractive, but it's just a beautiful sight to see a woman laugh, you know what I'm saying? Because believe it or not, man, like, you know, like I said, when my wife is having fun in life, when she's happy and things like that, the house is the house is on cruise control. The day my wife comes home, she's frustrated or stressed out or she's upset. The house is upside down. You know, niggas is walking on pins and needles. We don't know what to say. We don't know when to say it. The only safety button we got is that food. We feed her and that might help. But other than that, if she's not laughing or anything like that, she, just, she better be resting. But other than that, she needs to be laughing in her life. That goes for everybody, man. But I'm talking to the man out there that, that's in those beginning relationships, that's on that verge to getting married, uh, engaged, and those men that's been married for years. Make sure she's laughing. You have to, you have to figure out that language. Not every every woman. There's look, even a stuck up woman, the women that's been through things. They all laugh. You just got to figure out what makes them laugh. Okay? That's it. That's it. And then you have to stay on it. You got to repeat it. You got to perfect it. That's how you're going to get the draws. <laughs> that's how you're you going to get the draws. 
Um, and that's basically, that's my marriage advice for the week. Now, oh, on a disturbing note, I, and, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to end with this, but I definitely didn't want to start with it, but I felt like I had to mention it because, you know, I'm inside of a group text, me and my closest friends and my boy Will sent me, uh, he sent the chat a, a message and he asked us, he was like, man, you heard about the girl, uh, in Chicago, uh, in the freezer. And I'm like, nah, you know, I, I wouldn't even know on social. It was early, early in the morning. I think he hit us like around, it's probably was like around six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning, man. He hit us. And I didn't think nothing of it at first. Then he was like, he said something about a video and he said, read up on the story. He said, it's, it's, it's cold. And I'm like, all right. So, you know, when I finally woke up and before I got ready for work, uh, I checked it out. I seen a video that everybody was talking about. Then I read the story and I was reading comments and I just felt bad, man. I, I, it like, it really bothered my soul. And I've said this on some comments on social media and things like that. And in the group chat, I'm like, yo, this really bothered me. I mean, shout out to all them folks that surviving and trying to get to safety and whoever lost their lives during these uh these hurricane battles and, and and things like that these hurricane sagas that's continuing but this story right here for some reason I don't know you know I have you know I have daughters I have sons but it wasn't about that it was just the fact that I witnessed something that was so cold-hearted so so foul so sad that it literally like changed my mood for the whole day. And so the young lady name was, uh, I think it was Kanika Jenkins. Uh, a teenager girl went to a party at a hotel in Chicago. And, um, you know, they just found her missing later on. Well, you know, early in the morning, I think she, I think they said she arrived around one something and was reported missing around four. Um, and, it, you know, they, it's a lot of holes in the stories, uh, just weird shit going on. And, you know, I don't want to get into detail because you people after after this episode is over, I encourage everybody to go dig into the story and uh, come up with their own conclusion. But just go get a taste of what's going on out here. And it was pretty it was a pretty sad thing. Like I said, man, it, it really kind of shook me up at the end of the day. Um it's just foul. And I would just say it was something I was thinking because I like I got to talk to my son about this. You know what I'm saying? Because my son is one of those. He's a. He's a like he's a very friendly, friendly little guy. You know what I'm saying? He plays basketball. He likes to go outside. The pe the, the kids that actually come to my house to ask if he can come outside are they're different ages, different races, you know, some place. Some play sports, some don't play sports. And they just want to come, and they just want them to come play outside like regular kids did in the 90s. And I remember him asking if he could spend a night over one of his uh, friends' houses that he just met not too long ago. And I'm like, nah, haven't met their parents yet or anything like that. And this story right here is a prime example of why you got to know who you're around. You got to know who your kids is around. You got to be in your kid's life. Now, I'm not saying this against her mother or anything like that. No, 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 Because she, you know, as an, a, a young teen, you know, I'm not sure how old she was, but you 
you establish a certain level of uh, trust that you, your teen can or your child can pick out their friends and things like that and the, the, the people that they trust in. And in this case, it was the, it was just the total opposite. It, 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 it low-key scared me, though. You know what I'm saying? Not to sound all soft or anything like that, but you go and brush up on the story, and it was pretty disturbing, man. It was pretty disturbing. And it's something that I got to talk to my kids about. It's something that I think y'all, if you you know, whoever my listeners are, if y'all got kids, I would encourage y'all to, to tell them about the story in detail. You know what I'm saying? Because nothing is better than giving it all in detail so they can soak it all in. But I would say, man, watch who's around you uh, and, and choose your friends wisely. You know what I'm saying? And And be careful out there. Be careful out there. And that's... That's coming from your potential president, BTG. And uh, I'm going to end on that note. I know I know it's a sad note, but it's a real one, though. You know, and we got to we got to make sure we take care of ourselves. We got to make sure we take care of our friends and our families and uh, make sure we keep our head on the swivel. At the end of the day, my opinion is basically better than your facts. Don't forget to vote for your boy, BTG. BTG for president. All right, y'all.